Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound, JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones, seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. And Joelle's not here. Is she Joelle again? You know, Donald, at a certain point, Donald, we got to start to worry about losing Joelle because... It's the first show of the new year, and where's Joelle? She's getting bangs with Zoe right now as we speak. I think we already lost her, bro. I mean, Joelle would never be late before this Zoe Deschanel show came along. And now, where's Joelle? She's in another meeting, apparently. Yeah, another meeting. She is indeed in another meeting. I can promise you it's not with Zoe. That's all I'm going to say. That doesn't help my narrative, Daniel. (laughs) I'll cut that out. That doesn't serve my narrative, Daniel. Hey, buddy. How are you, sir? Oh, I missed you so. Did you? Because I've seen you a couple of times in this Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. It, it I just always... doesn't matter. It just doesn't. It and just even doesn't if we matter. win. And even if we win. Oh, my God. I wonder if anyone else gets that reference. Someone our age will. I Daniel's know someone... too young to get that reference. Do you know the movie, Daniel? No, actually, I don't. I didn't think you would. It's an amazing movie and very early in Bill Murray's career called Meatballs. Ah, hmm. it's about camp. Are you ready for the summer? And you did the. I was about to say. I was about to say. So tell parents to show it to their kids. But I don't know if it's still. um, No, you know what? It's if you watch it, it's not as uh, there's teenage stuff in it and stuff like that. But there's no nudity. There's no cursing in me. I loved it. I remember being a great. I mean, it's for teen. I, I think you can show your teenage kid. Not yeah, your, it's for teenagers. But it's like Bill Murray, one of his first movies off SNL, that wasn't just um, a comedy. It is a comedy, but it also has heartwarming stuff in it. He's like a, a, a mentor to this kid at camp. He's a camp counselor, actually. He's like yeah. the head of camp counselors at the yeah, camp. and he's hilarious in it. Yeah. Um, it's a great, and but the movie's mostly about the kids. I don't want you to go thinking that this is a Bill Murray. Maybe, movie. maybe I'm remembering a different movie. I mean, we we've spoken about this because I told you that Meatballs Two is uh, is the worst sequel that's ever been made of any movie of all Meat time. Meat Ted, Meat 
Because E.T. had come out. I, did we talk about this? I know we I spoke about Oh, yeah, because I went on Brett Goldstein's podcast, yeah. and and he wanted me to, to say a movie I hated. And I was, you know, I don't like criticizing anybody's work, no matter what it is. Uh, but but I had to pick a movie I thought was just a mess. And so I I thought of that alien that had been worked into to, to the movie. <laughs> no, that alien the, became the star of the yeah, movie. That movie was about that Solely because alien. they lost Bill Murray. And it was at the same time of the success of E.T. And they were like, what if there was an alien? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked like E.T., right? Yeah. And he, he, looked looked like like the, he looked like a... But they put a, him in like a yellow... Uh, trench coat. Uh, yeah, it was, a yellow, it was either a trench coat or a raincoat. Yeah, same thing. With the rain hat. Yeah. Anyway, um, I missed you all. I mean, hey, listeners, thank you for coming back. And Happy New Year to you all. Thank you for being here. So much stuff has happened that I wanted to talk about, but, you know, I smoke a lot of marijuana. But I thought you were going to not smoke marijuana today. <laughs> oh, you're just saying in the past, because the you smoke so much, you lost your Because I smoke so much mm-hmm. marijuana that my memory is gone. Like, I had some really important shit I wanted to discuss oh, with you all. Well, oh, well, no. you know, I think if you're, I think you owe it to your our audience, if you're such a pothead, to write these things down. I started to, but then I lost the paper too. So it was like, oh. what am I writing it down oh for gosh. if I can't find? <laughs> I'm sorry, the audience. Paper. Just imagine right. the funny things Donald would have for you if he. It, wasn't... Some of it was some of it was like heartfelt and heartwarming. Oh, uh, like, imagine you know? all that heartwarming stuff, guys. God, weed, not even once. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. How have you been? Uh, we have so much to talk about. Well, I, I have to tell the audience, and you know, Daniel probably doesn't know, I was so sick. I got strep throat. He got, you got the real. I heard through the grapevine. I'm so sorry. Donald and I were meant to go to to Vegas for an iHeart event. It was going to be so much fun. And Casey oh, was dude, coming. It was. It was and it was. I, 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 I couldn't go. Donald went and represented on his own. Thank you, Donald. But man, I'm going to tell I... you something right now, Zach. Right. Because you were sick, you fucked up the whole trip. No, for don't me. put that guilt on me, please. No, but I got to, buddy. I got to because I love you, and this is the only way. It was supposed to be the three of us. It was yeah. going to be fucking the usual, the usual, the, the uh, usual suspect, the thruple, yeah, the thruple. <laughs> and we were going to be in Vegas, and we were going to double down on blackjack, baby. We were going to bet all... on black. We and going... Casey, who never gets time away from the kids, was like, "We're going to Vegas. It's and going then, down." And I had right? to call them and be like, "Guys, we got a sitter and everything." I know. Zach calls and go and says, "Guys, I have strep." But not only does he call and say he has strep, he calls and says this the day before we're supposed to leave. Well, what am I supposed to do? I couldn't go. There was no, you don't know how sick it was. I've never had strep like this. Like I was, I had to get a painkiller. I had to get a legit painkiller to swallow. This whole trip, this whole trip, Zach had gone away for a bit. I was doing whatever the fuck I was doing. And this whole trip, we were talking to each other like, keep your nose clean. Vegas is coming. Keep your nose clean. (laughs) Keep your nose clean. Keep your well, nose clean. Well, if the expression keep your nose clean means don't do drugs, I didn't do drugs. I just got I didn't fucking say sick. <laughs> well, how did it get how did how did it get into your body, bud? How Listen, did the sickness get into I was in Aspen. It and wasn't like yeah. like so many people through your nose, pe- through your mouth. Well, yeah. Keep but your I'm nose saying, clean. Fucker. No matter where, no matter where you are <laughs> these days. By the way, these days, no matter where you are, you're in packed. If you're going on a vacation, you're in packed restaurants. You're in packed bars. I was in a packed airport. I must have been one of three people wearing a mask at the fucking packed airport. And, um, you know, how are you not going to get something? So I got the fuck up. I I really honestly, in 47 years of existence, never had a strep throat like this. I I sent you a picture, Donald, of my uvula. That shit was nasty. My uvula was like like an old man's balls resting (laughs) on my tongue. Jesus. Just long, 
and thick and oh, pussy. Oh, picture oh. an old man's scrotum and oh, picture it pussy. Does and an red. old man have pussy scrotum balls? No, I'm always? saying add the pussy. Old men, oh. stereotypically, the balls hang low because, you know, they've had years <laughs> of hanging, so they hang right. low. Right? They've, they've stretched out like a right. like a yeah. like a like a tribal woman's earlobe after exactly. putting that, the right. Yes, but I want you to go back to the image of an. Oh, listen, I want the I, audience. I want the audience to really get this. I want you I, to picture an old man's. I scrotum. prefer to picture something else. Well, I'm just okay. the audience. Just let the audience hear this. An old man's scrotum, right, hanging low. Now <laughs> picture it pussy and red. Now picture it resting on the back of my tongue. <laughs> oh man. It was so bad. Oh my god. Dude, the only thing I ate for a week was pudding. Yum. My abs are gone. I had pudding for dinner, breakfast, and lunch. Well, anyway, so I had to go to Vegas and represent, but the minute that Zach said I'm not going to Vegas. Yeah. My wife was like, hey, you know what? I don't think I want to go either. Oh, <laughs> shut up. That's <laughs> no not bullshit. true. She's like, she was like, you know. She like, said that you said that. No, you, she said that no, you said. No, 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 She could say whatever the fuck she I'm wants. I'm not to, trying to get in the middle of this couple, even though I always do. But uh, she said that you were like, oh, babe, now it's just going to be work. So No, that's what she said. She's trying to throw it off on <laughs> oh. me. But she was like, you know what, baby? Now that, you know, Zach's not going and. You know, Mark's not going. It's just going to be work for you. So I don't think I should go. Oh, and I'm she like, totally. Listen, I could be a couples okay. counselor because she had a total different version of that story. Whatever. <laughs> and that's fine. So anyway, I'm like, so I agree. And I'm like, all right, bad, fine. You don't have to go. So now I'm in Vegas hanging out with Will. Oh, who's oh also. Who's, who's our? Also, who's our, who's Joelle our... also had strep throat too. She was supposed to go. And somewhere down the line, she said, I can't make it. And so she's out also. So now it's just me, Will Pearson. And, and Will Pearson's, for those of you who don't know, is the head of a podcast at iHeart. Right, mm -hmm. Daniel? Mm -hmm. By the way, sorry. Wait, Dallas. oh, it's, it gets crazy. All right, keep going. Right? And they're like, we're going to fly you out on the iHeart jet. And I'm like, wow. all right, bet. That, was that posh. sounds good. Posh. Flew out on iHeart jet, got to Vegas. Did you get a drink on the, on the PJ? I didn't get a drink on a PJ. That really? Why no, don't you live it up? Because I'm trying to. Well, oh, you, there's you reasons. You were trying to there's slim reasons. out. You were there's trying reasons. to slim out. There's All reasons, right. right? All right, I'm trying to. Anyway, also, so, you're talking to the CEO of iHeart. You didn't want to get right. A buzz I don't want to be that guy, right? <laughs> so, what did you guys talk about? Well, the CEO isn't on the jet, right? So oh. we get there, and he's just you alone, or you and Will. It's me by myself on the iHeart oh, jet. Oh, you didn't tell Damn. me that. Why didn't you spread out and order That's some champagne? Super there, because there was no champagne. There was oh. fruit, and the fruit was delicious. <laughs> there was fruit. <laughs> fruit was delicious. Good, it, good. The fruit was delicious. It was magnificent. If I was alone, if you ever have fruit on a PJ, well, no, well, there's still the pilots. Alone, there's still the pilots. If I was alone on a PJ, I would have spread out. I would have been yeah. like, "What do you guys yeah. got in the bar?" Yeah, there, no, there, <laughs> this, it, I, I was, I was there to work and Dude, make shit happen. There was definitely booze on the iHeart PJ. There was no booze. So we land. There was booze, but I wasn't drinking. That's it. my point. So we land. We get to the hotel and we start, you know, and I'm like, you know what? I got a little bit of time before I got to do any of these events. Let's uh, go to the casino. I take some money out of the ATM machine. <laughs> takes a picture of it. And I put it at, you know, I go to the table and I start to bet. And then I realize this isn't fun anymore for me. Do you know when betting is fun, people? When's this is time? when 
when it's paying your motherfucking rent. That's when <laughs> betting is the best. It's listen, when 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 life as you know it is on the line. Like right. remember in swingers when they go to Vegas and he's like, yes. This is blood money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's when betting is the best. Other than right. that, you just feel like you're giving money away to this casino. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to play. I don't want to gamble. The funniest part was, wait, I had to see my side of this. So Donald, Donald texts me like picture of the money he's pulled out of the ATM. Hmm. And I'm like, go bet some blackjack. Go have fun. Just because you're there alone. You know, I'm, I feel so bad, by the way. But I'm like, just because you're there alone doesn't mean you can't make some fun, dude. Go play some blackjack. Go do, do, do something. And uh, he goes, I don't want to, I don't want to risk this money. Like, you know, I just moved into a new house. I'm like, you know, we're spending a lot of money on fix up the house. And I go, bro, go have some fun with some of your money. Go play with a couple thousand dollars and just, you know, that's, you know, keep it capped and don't be stupid. And he's like, you're right. You're right. Two seconds later, I get a text from Casey. Well, there goes the fancy oven I wanted. And well, like, you'll be happy to know. And, that I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Because it was so quick. It was literally like five Mississippi later. She's <laughs> like, you told Donald to gamble. I'm not getting that oven I was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know I did not spend the money. You I didn't did lose not an gamble. oven. You I did not lose an oven. I was not <laughs> stupid. Uh, although I did sit down with some lovely people and watch them lose money. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to watch other people lose money. I remember no, watching Bill. It's gut wrenching. Actually, when we it's... first when we first uh, went to Vegas with Bill, and he, you know, he was obviously already a very wealthy man. Uh, I I watched. I would watch him play blackjack with huge hands, and I was like, "Wow, I've never seen this with somebody I know." And he goes, "Yeah, like you know, you got to bet enough to make it hurt a little. Like whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever level you're at, it's got to hurt a little." And, well, uh, and I was watching him hurt a little. But yeah, it was fun to it's fun to watch somebody else play like that. I, have you ever watched like people play with like five thousand ten thousand dollar hands? Yes, yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah. Yes, I, it's fun to watch. It is fun to watch, and it's unbelievable that there are people out there that have that type of. Money I watched out the there dude playing with five thousand dollar chips, blackjack, yeah. and he was like stacking them. The chips were brown. I remember, and he had a <laughs> bunch of them. I was like, wow. I've never and, seen anything. And he like didn't that share with anyone. He didn't care. I mean, think how yeah. rich that dude is. Is like this yeah. is just. But but they. But then again, by your logic, like that's his. For him to have fun playing blackjack and make it quote unquote hurt a little bit, he's got to be fucking around with that level of money. So this was the best part about. Well, there's a bunch of best parts. That I'll Go get ahead. into the iHeart side of things and everything. But here was a great part. So I finished all of my stuff that I had to do with iHeart, and I'm and I'm on that. I don't want to spend any money shit, and I go down to the casino lobby, you know where the blackjack table is, and. I see a guy there that was there earlier, and he has way more chips than he had earlier. And he's like, hey, come sit down and join me. I'm like, I'm not betting. He's like, here, play with this. And he puts $500 in front of me. And I'm like, what? He's like, <laughs> yeah, just so, play with this. That's so awkward because you're like, that's a nice gesture, sir. But I'm gonna, if I lose your money, I'm going to feel weird. Right. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay, sure, fine. I'm like, so in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to be a dick. This dude just like somebody offering you a drink and you being like, no, nah, I'm not taking that drink. Right. You know what I mean? So I sit down at the table and I play and I get that thing up to a thousand dollars. And I right. turn to him and I go, here you go, sir. I doubled your money. I'm out. And he goes, no, 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 no. Yo, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it. And I'm like, the whole oh. thing. It's one thing to pay him off and keep the winnings. You didn't, he wouldn't take the 500 back. I gave him all, I was trying to give him it all back. Right. right? right, right. He's like, keep it, keep it. Here, keep I it. won you 500 bucks. Right. 
And he's like, no, 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 keep it because, you know, you bring me luck. We're, we're sitting down. And when he said that, I'm like, oh, my God, is this one of those? What was that movie where Robert Redford sleeps with Demi Moore for a yeah. million dollars? Yeah, he was going to pay you a million dollars to sleep I with I was him. like, am I going to get to this? Is this going to be a million dollar moment? <laughs> Can you imagine if you, you text me and Casey, you guys, it's a million dollars. It's just a hand job. <laughs> right. All I have to do. All Listen, I got to do is shake weight this babe, shit. Think, All babe, I got to do want, is shake weight it. Yeah, just do the shake weight. <laughs> babe, you want it in an oven? Think of that right. kitchen if I get a million from this handy. <laughs> but I'm thinking that, oh, this is going to go in that direction. Let me get out of this as quick as possible. I don't want to leave this man on. Right. And he's like, no, 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 no. Please just take it. I'm like, I'm not going to take your money, bro. Get out of here. And he's like, all right, well, then sit down at the table and just, you know, I was like, and just, and just gamble it away. And I was like, all right, bet. I'll do that. No problem. So I sit down at the table, but I'm still like, if I'm here any longer, this is going to, this could turn into, I doubt it's going to turn into something, but you never know. I don't want right. to lead this guy well, on. Also, I'm, it's just a weird, it's a weird, like, I'm obligated to hang out with you now thing. Like, right. you know? So I gamble that shit away right away and I get the fuck <laughs> out of there. Right. You lost <laughs> it real quick. Real quick. And I say thank you and everything like that. And, you know, he goes, and he goes, listen, I want to tell you something, man. The fact that you didn't take the money makes me think that you're a real nice guy. And I just wanted to, and I'm like, gotta go. Oh, no. <laughs> and I just wanted to see, let me see how soft your hands are. <laughs> are you, are your hands calloused? Um, I got to say, since we're talking about iHeart and podcasts, that we are nominated. Donald, you might not even know this for an iHeart podcast award. That's awesome. And it's a little bit embarrassing because we're not nominated in, it's iHeart, right? And we're an iHeart podcast. But we're not nominated in podcast of the year, right? Which you would think would be the only category. But well, that's like Smartless and Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, which I'm about to do for my movie, A Good Person. Oh, and it's fun. A amazing podcast. And other, you know, it's Crime Junkie, I'm just mentioning a few, and a bunch I, I, I don't know. But then, then you think, okay, well, that's too bad. We didn't, those are huge podcasts. That's okay. Then you scroll down, right? And you scroll down and you keep scrolling down and you keep scrolling down. But if you keep scrolling, please, audience, I'm asking you, keep scrolling. And you're going to get to best TV and film podcast. And there, at the bottom of the list, is Fake Doctors Real Friends. How many other podcasts are nominated in our One, category? two, three, four, five. And one of them is uh, Films to be Buried With, which is Brett Goldstein's wonderful podcast. So if uh, Brett beats us, I'm going to be very pissed. What are you <laughs> calling his podcast wonderful? It is a very good podcast. It's not as genius as ours. Also, How Did This Get Made, I think, is one of the top podcasts in the, uh, in oh, the man, country. We're being, set up for, we're being set up for failure. So check this out. So I go, I get out there. I do all of this media stuff. I've talked to Xbox. I've talked to Microsoft. I really like what Microsoft is doing. I really think that there's a spot for fake doctors, real friends, and Microsoft. I'm just putting it out there. I really feel like there's a spot for fake doctors, real what friends. What would the spot be in, be in Microsoft? Yeah. Well, I mean, they have, like, video games on Xbox. Oh, right. And, and we there can are be ourselves. We can be... I'm not... I'm saying that there are video games out there that specifically have uh, podcasts on them. Really? And how? Like, what's yeah. an example? Well, there's Dan will the, probably plays them. Roblox has a podcast on it. And it so does. Yeah, and so does um, 
one of my favorite video games ever. The video game that almost ruined my career because GTA. Because every twelve-year-old boy in a in the oh. world hated me. <laughs> Fortnite. But Fortnite. Yes. Fortnite. Also, has a podcast on it in Fortnite Land. There's iHeartland. Yeah, there's iHeartland in Fortnite. Oh, I want to be there. Mm-hmm. And so, but um, these are the things I'm learning, right? And then I sat down with you know people like Ben and Jerry's. You know, I know that's your favorite ice cream and Ooh, stuff like that. Ben and Jerry's. And I know. rubbed it in their face. I was like, if Zach were here right now, he would love to be talking to you guys about some ice cream. I seriously got to say, like, there's no product I could a- advertise more genuinely and wholeheartedly than Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Co-sign. I can't have it in my home. It's the equivalent of cocaine for a cocaine addict. Then Daniel, I said, do you have this issue? A hundred percent. A pint of chubby hubby does not last more than a yeah, single like, day. Yeah, I no like questions. Netflix and chill. And I told you, mm. I, 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 go down to ha- I go down to like half and I put it away. And then I'm back on the couch and I'm just thinking about it. I'm I like, love these naughty names that Ben and Jerry. I'm like, I'm like, what is it? I'm like, what does it matter if you eat it tomorrow <laughs> or today? It's all going in the same hole. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and, and then, the last, sorry, go ahead. And then finally, the day was done. Right. Got on a plane to go back home with Bob Pittman, the CEO of iHeart. The CEO of iHeart. You were on the plane with him. And, on the plane with him. Wow. Donald let him get on his own PJ with him. And John Sykes, the president of Entertainment Enterprises at iHeartMedia. So I'm just saying that's who I was on the plane with. Oh. Wow. Donald, you were and you didn't say anything embarrassing this whole trip. I might have said some dumb shit. Oh, look who's decided to join well, us. Without bangs. I'm so disappointed wow. without bangs. How Zoe? How Zoe? Did you guys get bangs together? <laughs> I actually had to leave Zoe. I was not with her. I was with Will Packer doing some stuff over there. Oh, I love oh. Will. What the fuck is up with Will? What's he doing? He has a podcast network at iHeart now. I'm helping run the thing. It's good times. Yay. Well, Joelle, I, I'm yeah. happy for your success, but sure. I also um, feel needy and miss you. Uh-huh. And um, I, I want you to I want you to to have everything that's happening to you happen. But I do I do feel sad when you're not here. Uh, you lighten up my world when you send me videos of adorable pugs, Zach. Listen, and it is my intention to miss as few of the minutes I get to spend with you guys as possible. Today, twelve thirty was just the only time anyone could do anything. It was literally no one on the well. Today at twelve thirty, I had plans too, Joelle. <laughs> and oh you know what? Yeah, Joelle. And you know what? <laughs> I put those plans aside yeah. for this one little thing that I have committed to yes. called Fake Doctors Real Friends Podcast. Yeah, I'm just putting it out there, Joel. Spielberg I'm called so me and said, can we meet at 1230 on Thursday? And not. I said, no, Steven. Stop it. No. You would never. I don't want to be late to Joel, is what I said to Steven. <laughs> He's doing Fableman's 2. The thought of that is hilarious. Speaking of Spielberg, oh. have you seen his movie? Hell I yeah! Did, I did see his movie. Yeah, I can't really... wait to see it. I really want to watch it. I've been I've been waiting Donald, to watch it. It's amazing. It. I, I, I'm I'm willing to be, I'm willing to bet money that it's amazing. You know what movie mm-hmm. I did see? What? Mm. Violet Night. Did you see that shit? Mm. Not yet. No, that's that like shit is fucking fire, dude. <laughs> yo, bro, David Harbor. Yo, my man kills it, dude. <laughs> yo, yo, listen. You I'm like just, horror? I didn't know that about you. It's not horror. This shit is action. Adve- I like action adventure. And that's what this bad boy is. This bad boy is action 
adventure, but it's horror in a way that you like close your eyes because you know that the gore is like the way these people are about to die is going to be but so it's gory. gross. It's gory, it's right? nasty. Like it's uh, gross, gross. That's like, not my Steve. Face ripping. Oh, but the movie's so funny. It is your Steve's, I promise you, and it's got so much heart. Listen, these are movies that I'm going to go out there and uh, it's I'm got gonna, gore and heart. <laughs> I've never what listen. Awesome. I've never, <laughs> I've never experienced. I think, like, which we call it, Slither is like another movie that has gore and heart in it. You know what I mean? It does. Yeah. That's uh, 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 James Gunn. That was his earlier, one of his earlier movies, starring the lovely Elizabeth Banks. By the way, anyway, that that's a, that's a movie that's gory and has heart. But this one, oh man, Violent Night. Yo, David Harbour, good job, bro. And I, I think it's something. a British movie too, because it's like, and John Leguizamo, good job, bro. I know a movie because it's fun, hard to talk about movies on here because I know you don't watch that many. But there was one that I saw that I know was probably your favorite of the year that was magnificent, which was Pinocchio. Oh, oh. I love oh, it. Oh, it's so good. I oh, my it. God. Listen, oh, my heart. Okay. So when I first started animating, Robot Chicken started at Shadow Machine. So my first mm-hmm. time ever interning was at Shadow Machine when it was in. Los Angeles. It's, it's since moved to Portland. Corey and Alex are no longer in LA from what I understand. I'm just going to give them the shout outs. Corey and Alex, great job. However, Guillermo del Toro and you connected to make this project. It's amazing. And you got some of the best animators on it. And I understand mm-hmm. why you moved to Portland too, because that's where a lot of the talent is. I get that. Um, well, I think a lot of the animation is because I watched the behind the scenes was done in Mexico. As some well. of it, some of it's done in yeah. Mexico there as well. There were four yes. animation studios involved in the production, and Gamer actually created the production house in Mexico as a way to showcase the talent that's down there. So now there's like an international animation studio. There's always been good animation in Mexico. Sincerely, like a lot of the the accounts that I follow are uh, south of the border. Every time I see a stop motion movie, I, I just am blown away by the amount of work. And then, and this one like took it to the next level. Like I, mm-hmm. I just could not believe the amount of artistry. And then I watched, I was so into it. And I know this is your passion. I went and watched, there's a making of documentary, which really just blows your mind. The amount of man slash woman hours that went into making this movie. Like they've um, been recently in like the last I'll say 20 years, there have been like four, you know, stop motion is an art form that not a lot of people can do or not a lot of people want to do. That was one of the best examples of stop motion animation I've ever seen in my life. It was just incredible. So we should get into the show. But before we do, I just want to say, if you haven't gone to see uh, my trailer uh, on YouTube, please go check it out. Uh, If you put Yeah, it's one of the most anticipated movies of the 2023. You know that, right? Well, I it's well, been on a couple nah, of those lists. Well, well it's I, exciting. Well, well. Well, by the way, Florence is on. I don't know if you saw it. Florence Pugh, our star, is yeah. on the cover of Vogue this month. It just looking, came out. Look looking lovely, too. Holy yeah, she looks cow gorgeous. flow. Go get them, girl. She looks gorgeous. And read the article. Uh, even if you don't normally aren't the person who would read a Vogue article, it's a really good article. And it also talks about the movie and it talks about the inspiration for the movie. And it's it's uh, it's really good. And you can find the trailer on YouTube uh, if you put in a good person trailer. 
Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's it's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash real friends. That's helixsleep.com slash real friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. So that's all the announcements. Um, and now we're going to talk about the TV show Scrubs. But one more thing before we do. Zach and Donald are gay newlyweds in house arrest. <laughs> Perfect. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's a story. My Dumb Luck, what an episode. Great episode. Yeah, it was a great episode. Written actually. by uh, the lovely and talented Asim Batra. Yes, uh, directed by Rick Blue. Directed by Rick Blue, who was one of our main editors on all of the main eight seasons of the show. And uh, also directed a few, a uh, lovely guy. And uh, he actually was a featured background performer. Yeah. He played the cafeteria worker. 
Sounds good how that rolled off your tongue. <laughs> now, listen, I got to say, when we were shooting this very famous sequence in terms of Scrubs lore, famous, the love train, I didn't think it was that funny. Like people, people love this. Yes. I have seen this GIF. It's one of the top GIFs that gets sent to me or I see on the web Scrubs related is us with the old people. So the senior citizens in the story need to be moved out of the geriatric uh, wing because it's something is being done to it. Done and, to it. And we have to move them around and they're wandering all over the place. And they're we're taking trying, forever. Yes. And, and Turk and JD are like cattle dogs that are trying to wrangle the cattle. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Cattle dogs. <laughs> Yeah. And the cattle, and we, and we say this is so tricky. If only there was another way. And then we cut to the most random fantasy. No, she's like, if only we could somehow form a train. And then you're that like, all aboard, everybody! And the then you love literally, train. JD turns to camera and goes, "The love train." Yeah, right into the lens. Yeah, which is we, as you know, we don't do that much. Right into the lens with right into the lens with that with sparkly '70s hat. People all over the world. Mm-hmm. Join hands. Yes. Start a love train. Yes. Love train. Yeah. So the, 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 they formed a train of wheelchairs. Of love. And... <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I remember shooting like, this. But like a train of wheelchairs, like a train of shopping carts at and you're the supermarket. Riding, and yeah, but you're riding like the locomotive. Yes. <laughs> I remember this long ago thinking, I will do this, but I don't think this is that funny. I remember this too. And I remember going, you know what? I trust Bill, lean into it. And this many years later, it's something that gets sent to me all the time as a, as a GIF on, on the interwebs. I guess people, everybody loves a train. I mean, everybody loves everybody a little loves ass a play. Whoa. Everybody loves a little ass play. Let me find it. Everybody likes a little ass play, dude. Yeah, okay. It's a little early in the new year. And everybody loves a little train. Right. Well, not everyone loves train in the sexual way, Donald, if that's what you mean. Nah, that's not what I meant. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> I do love trains, uh, regular trains. Yeah, like, you know, like little, like, not even if it's a, not even if you like riding on a train, if you see a little train set going around something, you're like, oh, look at the little train. You well, know, actually, there's trains, train. as you know, there's a train uh, subplot in my film, a Morgan Freeman's character, it's his, it's his hobby. Um, Don't that's give not it a spoiler. Away. That's not a spoiler. It's in the trailer um, that that you can now go watch on YouTube. Um, but I love trains. I had I had a model train set as a kid, and uh, I love trains. Anyway, so that's this. Uh, now Kelso is really um, in a bad place because it's it's been revealed to the board how old he is because he was lying, and now they want to kick him out. And he's, yeah, he's sixty five years old, uh, and he's supposed to phase out at that at this point in time. Well, I guess at this at Sacred Heart Hospital that's when they want you to retire and and he was sort of lying to hide it. And well, the first time we see Kelso he wipes his hands on Well, he's telling Ted how lovely his jacket is as he's right. touching it. You know, he's like this is such a lovely jacket, Ted. It kind of reminded me of the uh Eddie Murphy line in Coming to America. This is beautiful. What is that velvet? Yeah, and he goes, <laughs> Ted says, it's a poly ni- nylon blend. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we learned that Kelso was just drying his hands on Ted, 
he, on, on his jacket on his jacket and poor ted he uh he's so been beaten down for so many years by kelso and um and he doesn't know yet um that the board is forcing kelso to retire we do learn that kelso stole an mri machine yes uh, and is hiding it in his basement in his basement for Joel, can you find out what the average cost of an MRI machine? Yes, I, I can. I, Listen, I, I know that I know that GE made must be a million dollars. I know that GE made the MRI machines. Yes. That, uh, yeah. I so did, look, look yeah. for a, look for a GE one. Yeah. I know GE makes them. <laughs> yeah, but I imagine it's got to be a million dollars for an MRI machine at least. At least. Okay. Now Kelso has one in his basement. What does it say, Joel? Sorry, it's I've got used and new, and I didn't know you could buy them like cars. No, so. I want a new. I want, I want a used new. <laughs> I don't Let's want a used one. Do you think Let's you can see. buy one for your house if you're just a regular Joe, or do you need to be a hospital? I mean, I'm sure there's some sort. That's like magnet, a magnetic field in there. I'm sure there's cert, there's something that has to be. All right. Well, anyway, the point. Joe will find dangerous. out the price, but the point is, Kelso stole one. And has it in his basement. Well, yes. I think Joel found out the price. Yeah. So you can go as cheap if you go generic as 150000 or as expensive as $1.2 for a state-of-the-art 3D yeah. kind right. of Well, I'm yeah, guessing well, this is Sacred Heart, so he probably has a $150,000 version. Of it. Well, <laughs> no, or or you could look at it like he ordered a brand new $1.5 million one and, and then put that, that shit in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> How do you sell it on the black market? I mean, it must be tricky to be like, go on eBay. Got an, with an MRI. MRI. Yeah. Go on eBay with an MRI machine. With a stolen MRI machine. Right. Like that. Right. No questions asked. You have to, yeah. But you do have to come pick it up. And you have to come pick it up in my basement. <laughs> Can you imagine? They're like, oh, great. Well, our hospital just, we just raised enough money to afford our first MRI machine. All right, great. You need to come by my basement. <laughs> come pick it up. <laughs> All right, so Carla and Elliot are are really committed to helping because they both feel bad, and they spend the whole episode well, trying Elliot to— Well, Elliot feels bad because she's the one that actually outed right. Kelso's age by throwing that birthday party for him. Right, and they are going to team up because they, they, they feel really bad, and they're going to try and rally. The problem with trying to rally everyone is that everybody hates him. He's, he's the ultimate bad guy in the hospital. And uh, and no one is interested in helping save his job other than these two ladies. Well, actually, this whole episode is about teaming up. You know, the whole episode, literally, like this, it's a team up. JD and Turk, the usual team up. Mm-hmm. They go on a they go on a quest. Yeah. Elliot and Carla try to team up the whole hospital. They try to Avengers assemble the situation for for <laughs> Avengers for, assemble <laughs> for uh, Kelso. Uh, so they try to assemble the hospital. And then, uh, you know, there's always the loner, and that's John C. McGinley. In both stories, Dr. Cox is the loner and is the glue to uh, figuring out the dilemma, I guess we would say. Well, I want to say in the spirit of the the theme you were saying, there's also Kelso teaming up with the polar opposite of him, who is a brand new baby-faced intern named Boone, who he sort of kidnaps in a way and makes him sit on a bench while he stares up at the hospital and reminisces for the whole hospital. I just got to say, you know, we talk about how wonderful of an actor all of our castmates are and stuff like that. 
Ken Jenkins really does shine in this episode, though. Yeah. He really does tell some great stories. And he takes you on a roller coaster, too. You know what I mean? Like, just when you think he's being really serious and he's, 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 he's you know, confiding uh, all of his, you know, insecurities and Boone and everything like that, he drops, he drops him with the freaking jump scare. You yeah. know, like, he does so, he has so many levels uh, and this Ken does, and one it's, right. a, it's a testament to Ken as an actor, but also to a seaman Bill and the staff of writers as writers on the show. Because we're seven years in and still able to, like, at the end of the show, I still got emotional. Yeah, me because too. of because of all of the groundwork Ken laid in the episode. And it's what a feat to make you feel such empathy for Kelso by the end of this episode, because you know that you don't really. He, there's very few moments where throughout this episode throughout the show so far where where bill and the writers make you feel like kelso has a shimmer of being a good person inside of him right. and there's a moment or two in here where you where you see that underneath you know, that sort of that super hard tough exterior comes with trying to run a hospital and having to say no so many times a day and having to let people down so many times a day that he's built up this crazy thick armor. And you learn the origin story of yeah. the armor. The first person that he ever killed, like he says, it, it's a really dark conversation, but he asked Spoon, have you ever killed anyone? Have you killed anyone yet? Yeah. He's like, you'll remember. He's like, I remember mine. He's like, I had a young girl come into the hospital and I thought it was appendicitis. Turns out she was pregnant. And he fucked that up, and the girl died, dude. Yeah, she was. You know what I mean? He says she was ectopic, and she was bleeding internally, and he didn't know, and that was his first death, and he's never forgotten about it. But that's what caused him to build a wall. Like I, you know, uh, how do you come back from that? You know how you come back from that? You bury it, and you come back the next day, and you and you go it, you go at your job again. You know, right? Well, there's a really sweet moment. We're jumping ahead, but we're we you know after he's after he's spoken all these really meaningful and funny stories about the hospital and, and, and how much it's taken a toll on him. The kid stands up and he says, is, is this going to be the, I'm paraphrasing. He says, is this going to be like a horrible 20 years? And he goes, no, you're going to love it. Yeah. And I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. He had some, some of the stories were just, you know, Wonderful and and well, we can, and, we got I I I found we got to read one because it's so crazy and it's on it's on Scrubs Wiki. I wasn't going to write the whole thing down, but Scrubs Wiki has it, so we'll read it when we get there. But right, so um, let's go back. So Turk and JD are poking the bear. The bear yes. is Doctor Cox, who cannot diagnose his patient. This patient's been coming back to the hospital for years now, and Cox keeps sending him away. With uh, sending him away undiagnosed. Yeah, Cox is stumped. The patient's name is Alex, and Cox is rarely stumped, but he just can't figure this out. And Turk and JD are just loving this because he's Mr. Know-it-all, he's Mr. Cocky, and they decide that they're going to poke the bear and fuck with him because he can't figure it out. And and and, and then... Also, not only that, Ted, you were saying this earlier, Ted doesn't know... That Kelso is no longer going to be working at the hospital, and yeah. when he finds out, yeah. he goes on a naked run. <laughs> yeah, <it's throughout>, strips <laughs> down. <laughs> he strips down to his to nothing, and so. goes for a naked run throughout the hospital, yelling, "I'm free! I'm yeah. free! I'm yeah. free!" Through the hospital hallways, yeah. which is hilarious. And they and and then Rick 
Blue, the director, cleverly hides his junk with, when a guy leans over with his head. Right. So, <laughs> Several he, times. Yeah, there's really clever ways to cl- cover uh, Sam's uh, groin as he runs naked through the hospital and out the front door until— Where he gets hit by a van driven by the janitor right. and bites his tongue off. He bites his tongue off, and um, and not only that, he— he stands up. He does that hilarious spinning fall. Yeah. You see that? <laughs> yeah, I did. He does. He Sam, gets, Sam well, Lloyd. When he passes out. When he passes out. God, Sam fall. Lloyd does such a funny physical comedy pass out, which is like a, it's like, it's, a, it's like a spinning turn fall. <laughs> and then you see, you see blood, blood just spurred blood. up. Right. Which he gets hit like, by the coach. So, so he gets hit by the truck. The janitor comes out and goes, are you okay, buddy? And he stands up and goes and nods yes. And he goes, are you not talking because uh, because you're, you bit your tongue off and your mouth is filling with blood? And then we cut back to Ted. And now he's like a trombone player with his mouth blown all the way up with blood. Right. And he nods and he goes, oh, are you about to pass out? And Ted passes out with the spinning pass out. Yeah. And when he falls... All the blood in his mouth splats up into the air. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, today they'd probably do that in post effects, but it yeah. looks like that was practical. Like, right. It looks like, like somebody was there with a packet and just hit yeah, it. Yeah, just <laughs> fucking hit it. And it just flies up in the foreground. That was funny. And then that's Wait, the, the last cold thing I want to say, that's the cold open, but I want to say there's one thing else that we didn't talk about, which was um oh Johnny C does the thing with the with the hold the um the bungee cord, right? And right. he snaps it at me, and but I don't care. And then you and I are hugging from the adrenaline because we're just so we're so adrenalined up because we had the balls to fuck with Dr. Cox. And then I'm I, I while I'm hugging you, I go, You smell like an athlete. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of people out there who know what an athlete smells well, like. Well, JD doesn't know really because he's not an athlete, but he imagines that that's what an athlete smells like. I was going to um, get nasty, but all I'm, right, not gonna. So, um, I'm not going to. I was going to get nasty, but I'm not going to. Well, we don't need you to get nasty. It's too <laughs> too too early in the new year. Is People's it, ears are still fresh. Is it? Is it? Is it too <laughs> early to get nasty? Don't get nasty yet. Is it too early to get nasty? <laughs> There's a funny line where Kelso's the the, the kid. Boone oh, is that's tra- just hilarious. He's trying to avoid uh, Kelso, and he goes, "I don't care if the cure for cancer was laughter, and you had Nipsey Russell in your backpack." <laughs> Pocket yeah, in your back pocket. <laughs> now the kids might not know who Nipsey Russell is, but he was a very funny comic actor. He was in a great movie, Wildcats. Well, many, that many was great Wildcats, movies. but he was also in The Wiz. Yeah. He played the Tin Man in The Wiz. Yeah, but I know what your your favorite catchphrase of his right. is. Right, right. <laughs> hey, I got to see Goldie Hawn um, over break because I had dinner with uh, with Kate and her mom, and I got to with a healthy buzz on, tell her how much I loved Wildcats as a child. Oh, God, dude. No, but she was... Did you you talk about the bathtub scene? Did you talk about the bathtub scene? No. No, but she... You know what I love about... When I was a kid, that was the best part of Wildcats for Mm. me. Fuck the football. Goldie Hawn with a towel trying to wrap her body in that shit. She was so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. One thing I love about Goldie Hawn is she's so down to talk about old stories. You know, she doesn't ever Mm. feel like one of those people like... You're bothering, like, can we just talk about Wildcats? And she was so into chatting about old stories and telling fun anecdotes and and 
So anyway, little I loved, did, little well, did people I, I really know. loved Wildcats when I was well, I mean, I loved Goldie Hawn and everything. But. Well, Wildcats had the introduction of two other young actors by the name of Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. Both yeah. of them star in Wildcats. They go on to make another great movie called Money Train. But some of you might be like, Donald, I thought you were going to say White Men Can't Jump. I was, but Money Train is Jennifer Lopez's oh, big introduction. I forgot, mm. I forgot that um, Woody and Wesley had made so many movies together. Oh, man. White Men Can't Jump is by nope. far their best movie that they made together with right. them But and, their big break, both of their big break was Wildcats? Well, I believe that was the movie. That's the first time I had ever seen them was Wildcats. How about Eddie at the Golden Globes? That shit was hilarious. That shit was hilarious. When he said, pay your taxes, mind your business. Well, he's right, though. But he's right, though. If you nail it, if you nail it, at least the first two were right. Pay your taxes and mind your business is something that everybody out there should do a little bit more. Isn't pay your taxes about Wesley Snipes? I mean, pay your taxes about anybody, man. Oh, I thought it was a Wesley Snipes joke. I thought it was Wesley Snipes first, too. Well, him him and Wesley make movies together, and and from what I understand... I don't oh, know. I'm not saying it this, this been a... goes into the next part of the conversation. Mind your business. That shit was the most poignant freaking. No, but then he, but then he, Eddie, so geniusly, he kept that shit low. If you walk yeah. in that speech, this is the genius of Eddie Murphy. It was kind of like, why is Eddie like barely just telling this speech like this volume? And it was all a long buildup for the last fucking Will Smith joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep you Will did. Smith's wife's name out your <laughs> motherfucking mouth. <laughs> you didn't laugh at that? I laughed hard. I, 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 You know what? I thought the Globes was very, very... Uh, obviously, it's going to be different now because they have a lot of... At least they feel like they have a lot of making up to do to yeah. get, you know, the... you know. It was kind of cringe. Yeah, but it was cringe in the right way. These are things that should be talked about. You know what I mean? Like all of right. these things that everybody has a hard time talking about. Let's talk about that shit. So it's no longer we no longer have a hard time talking about the shit. You know right. what I mean? Joelle, instead of burying it, it, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, it was interesting. Uh, a lot of people who said they weren't going to come showed up. No names, but I was like, okay, interesting. <laughs> it does seem like the org is trying to make some good changes, which I think is all you can really ask them to do. I think it's important mm. that we have international press in Hollywood in a space for them to voice, you know, what they love. And it was nice to see a whole bunch of international films like RRR won an award, which mm-hmm. was great. So I loved yeah. all of that. I think hiring Gerard Carmichael is probably the smartest thing they could have done because that kid is so smart He's and different. funny. And di- He's he different. is real different. He's different. Yeah. Which you is why I mean? he's intriguing. And so I think mm-hmm. he, having him set the tone really said, okay, like, listen, it might be weird and awkward tonight, but we're trying to get back on the right foot. And again, I just, if you mess up that bad, what else can you do but just try to make it right? I feel yeah. like everybody who thought it was, who thought it was what the stuff that he was saying was cringeworthy thought about it the next day still, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every point that he made last night was enough for me, at least, to be like, damn, remember when he said, that shit. Mm-hmm. How funny I mean? was Jennifer Coolidge though? I, I, wonderful I, speech. Oh, come on, man. But, but like, two of them, but both both times she comes out for her presentation monologue. I laughed so hard. She's mm-hmm. just so wacky and funny. And then her acceptance speech, where when they kept cutting the mic white, sobbing, I just like that was that was oh, that was one of the most m- mm-hmm. amazing things. Mm-hmm. I, I just like that. that she was like, and they were like, hey, you. Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> what about when she's like, my neighbors oh, are fine. My neighbors that's are what I'm talking, about. talking to me. And I'm like, hey. Been, I didn't know there were so many parties on my street, but they're all, <laughs> they're all in, inviting me to parties now. That one. And then <laughs> keys. 
freaking acceptance speech. Yeah, when short he thanked Spielberg. From, short oh round gosh. from freaking Indiana Jones. That was so moving. And not only is pointing out Spielberg, but just talking about how he thought his career was over. He thought that's all it would ever happen. And Ugh, uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, listeners, go go YouTube. At least that. That was so moving. And so was Jennifer Coolidge's was... You know, my favorite part was, though, when Mike White was up there and he gets he's like, listen, I haven't had any food because the food was gone. So I'm drunk. <laughs> but then he points it on. He goes, you all passed, <laughs> meaning like all the actors had passed on all the roles in the thing. <laughs> you didn't see that, Daniel? No, I did it was not. That's so very funny. funny. He's like, he's like, he's like, I want to thank the amazing cast we have. But let's just be honest. He starts pointing at all the celebrities in the audience. He's like, you all passed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's wonderful. You know, I, I really hope they can get it back on track. I know that, I know that you know, there's a lot of things that need to change as far as uh, Hollywood foreign press goes. You know, uh, there are a lot of, I would say, uh, you know, I don't think it represents people very well yet and eventually it will but as far as as far as the show goes that shit was very entertaining and and i think the cringe that you were talking about was part of the entertainment it was enough for me to stay and watch like i wonder what gerard's gonna say next no but some of the cringe i don't mean i I just mean like like this poor piano player right so they decided to have an amazingly talented Mm. piano player and what's weird about that unless it's canned music that just comes on People start directing their their ire about being played off to this woman, like it was her decision to be like, and now I'll start playing. And I just thought that was so uncomfortable. It's like, guys, she's being cued to start playing. It still was hilarious when when uh, what's her name Michelle Michelle Yo. Michelle Yo says, "Hey, stop playing that piano. I could kick your ass." <laughs> it was like <laughs> funny until this morning because I follow that piano player on IG, and she was talking about you know just. It was a big, a big opportunity for her to play at the I know, Golden but did, Globes. What did she say? Because I felt bad for her. Like people were directing their mm-hmm. anger at her. Like it's like she has anything to do with someone in her ear saying, "Start playing them off." She didn't say anything specific other than to thank Gerard for coming to speak up for her, her toward her the Gerard's. end of the ceremony. Right. Uh, she said she was grateful for that. Yeah. Well. Anyway, it was that just- shit was entertaining, man. Regardless of how, regardless of you know whatever it is. And I don't mean entertaining like what a great show. I mean entertaining like this. I can't is, turn this off. Yeah, I cannot turn this. I cannot turn away from right. this. There were some you great know? speeches. You know who was so funny was Regina Hall. Yes. Was she, yeah. was she a stand-up before or something? She's no, she's just, just amazing. Funny. She's just she amazing. Was just, she was acting like a stand-up. Mm-hmm. No, she's always she's always been like a lot of people don't know this, but she's not only is she uh we look I know her as a comedic actor, and mm-hmm. now she's starting to get her roses her flowers for being a dramatic actor. Yes, but she's right. always been a comedic actor. No, but mm-hmm. when she was clowning on Kevin Costner, and she was yeah, like, dude, she was oh, let's, all, "Let's all pray for him in Santa Barbara." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the mudslides. Do the you mud think slides. she had a buzz on, or I couldn't tell if she was just clowning on people? No, that's she had a buzz. just Regina. If that's you watch any her, of her interviews, got... like she was I'll hilarious. find a clip and send it to. You. There's an interview where she just starts like no questions are being directed to her. It's like one of those big cast interviews. So she just starts flirting with the cast members and pulling from their questions to the point where they can't answer anymore. It's so funny. 
She's just great. She's so naturally she's always, talented. She's always been amazing. She was so charming, and she had me rolling. Like, we, let's all pray for um, for him <laughs> sheltering in place in Santa Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to go to break. We promise when we come back, we will talk more about the television show Scrubs. Fuck your sound effects machine. We'll be right back. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term supply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. And we're back! Everybody likes a little ass play. Don't even act like you don't. We are back. We are back with the legendary Donald Faison, Joelle Monique. Who's down to get down, apparently? Daniel, let's play that song here we haven't heard in a while. Get the word out all over the town. Joel Monique is down to get down. 
DJ Daniel Goodman, everyone's favorite Twitcher. What's oh. your Twitch handle so people can watch you Twitch? Twitch.tv slash DJ underscore Daniel, D A N L, yes. live. And what are you Fridays playing these days? What are you playing these days? Um, well, I, before we started recording, I was telling Donald that I just created my own random trivia game, and I've been oh. uh, beta testing that. Tried that last night, so come on what down. Kind Maybe of you could be a contestant. It's like Jeopardy? random. Yeah, kind of it's Jeopardy random. style. So, like, look, it could be the easiest question in the world, or it could be the most hard. Mm -hmm. It could be a hard question. Yeah, and okay. I made characters. And it's a video bot. game, or you're just doing no, it no, as no, like no. a host? I made it. No, I just created it myself. Yeah, I'm a host. Oh. I'm hosting it. But then oh, and so your Rocket Twitch League. followers, how do they answer in the com in the comments section? They answer in the comments. It's like a little quick fire round. I do a quick fire. The first person to answer a question then becomes the contestant. They get on and then um, it's Oh, a bunch you of invite them on the Twitch stream. Mm -hmm. I invite them oh, on the Twitch stream. That sounds fun. It's not bad. Come Can on I tell by. you something, guys? Mm. Sure. Johnny Depp did bring back the fedora. <laughs> okay. Well, Word. let's give the audience some context if you haven't seen the episode in a while. Um, um, Turk is fascinated with wearing his new fedora. And by the way, Fedoras look dumb on a lot of people, but you looked great. You rocked that fedora. The I'm joke, didn't, say, the joke didn't work. The joke didn't work because you looked great. No, I said, no, he says, I, Turk says, I bet I look good in a fedora. And then he puts the fedora on. I've been trying to tell Spielberg and Lucas that shit for years. And Ever since I fedora, saw that you look yeah, good in a fedora. You know, I could be Indiana Jones' illegitimate son. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm sure. Don't you think Indy over the years, uh, Probably has has some children yes. he doesn't know about. Absolutely, and the, and the, and the, and the young boy goes by Alabama Jackson. Obviously, right? <laughs> it's already there. He was like, "I'm not going to use that." You already gave Jones him Black Stormtrooper. Name. You already gave him Black Stormtrooper. Why don't you? They're going to take this from you too. No, I've I've seen, I, listen. We're, You're going to hear like, and now comes, Donald Donald Glover is Alabama Jackson. Oh my god! <laughs> that, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! My heart just dropped so deep into my chest. Oh my god! That would be that's a nightmare. That's oh god. Yo, look. I've seen, listen, now I'm about to digress, but I've seen the trailer for Indiana Jones, and that shit looks phenomenal. I can't wait, man. They find way, speaking, a way. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. They find a way to make me fucking love, because Crystal Skull was shit, <laughs> but they found a way to make me care once again about Indiana Jones. All right, let's, I, I was going to take us down another wormhole, but let's focus Do on it. the show. Go scrubs. ahead. You no. were going to say about Harrison Ford. Go on. I'm listening. I was going to say I was blessed enough because I am hosting a panel at the Paley Center in New York for shrinking at the end of the month. I think it's the 24th audience. If you are care, you. if you care, you can Google and, um, and look and come. But the cast of shrinking is doing a Paley Center panel and I am the moderator. Yeah, with uh, with uh, producer writer Bill Lawrence and Brett Goldstein and Neil Goldman and oh. uh, and all the cast. I'm not positive Harrison's coming, but at the very least, uh, all the other amazing cast members are coming. So anyway, I just have to say, and everyone's going to say I'm biased because I love Bill and I directed one of the episodes, but I, I had the privilege of watching the ten episodes of the show, and I'm not just saying this; it's fucking amazing. Yes. It's Jessica so Williams good. Jessica Williams is in it, right? Jessica so Williams is excited. one of the stars with Ugh. Jason Segel, Harrison Ford, uh, Krista Miller. Um, 
less. So, uh, it's perfect. Um, uh, Michael <laughs> Yuri is in it. Um, it's Ooh. it's it's really really good. It's and it's the Bill specialty. You are laughing one second and swiping tears the next. Oh no! <laughs> I'm is, so excited. It is so good, you guys. So get ready for shrinking. It's coming uh, end of end of January. Nice. All right. So dun dun dun. Scrubs. Ted bit off his tongue. And we can see him, the women have prescribed uh, painkillers, and we see him in the back chugging painkillers. So we know Dude, where that's, that's going to go. Much. Yeah, that's way too much right there, <laughs> They bro. tell him to take one every, like, six hours, and we just see him, like, doing shots of them. Yeah, that's, that's not a good – But if you bit off your tongue, I mean, you, 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 you're probably in a lot of pain. Yeah, but that's – But that's too much. That, that's, that's way too much. Jordan gives them some advice. She says, you know, you know – you know you, what is her advice? She says you got to rally everybody, but you're not going to you're not going to get cocked because he's not going to change his mind. But she tells them that look, there's a board meeting, and if you really are going to try, you got to rally some some folks around the hospital who care, and they're they're having a very hard time finding anybody who cares. Well, they also did well. They found somebody early on, and they dissed him because of his job and his what he does at the hospital. But they didn't realize that the janitor's the fucking plug, yo. Right. And that's the one that's going to get you connected to everything. Right. And then they had to come back and, well, they didn't have to kiss ass. All Elliot oh. had to say was, please, janitor. And he was yeah. like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, because he's obsessed with Elliot. His because love he loves for Elliot her. continues. Because he and loves her. He loves her. And all she has to say is please and smile. And he's he's back in to help. So the janitor... Although I don't think the janitor ends up really helping, does he? He doesn't. He doesn't. He can't rally anybody. Turns out that it's really Cox that's going to bring everybody together. Right, but that's I forgot if there was was there ever an end to the story of the janitor even trying because he didn't no. get he didn't get uh, crazy eyes Margot. He no. didn't get uh, he didn't get the Todd. Yeah, he didn't get the, he, he didn't get any of the trust trust group. What do they? What does he call his advisors? The brain trust. The brain trust. Thank you. He didn't get any of the brain trust. He didn't even get Ted. What about that guy that, that he took the egg salad bath with? Troy. Troy. He didn't get him. <laughs> what about um, Marty? Also, what's uh, which is Lloyd? Lloyd wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody. It's, I don't know why the janitor was unable to come up with anybody. And that story was just abandoned. The janitor failed. Big time. Yeah. Now, um, Okay. Elliot has developed a, a, a well, it hasn't developed. For some reason, Elliot believes that if you call somebody slick, they'll do anything for you. Yes. Hmm. Yes. And she says it works on guy doctors and lesbians. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. She says people enjoy being called slick. And uh, and she says it to a woman uh, who we can infer must be a lesbian because uh, Elliot's theory works and the woman smiles when she's called slick. <laughs> I do like being called slick. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I like being called slick. Sure. If it's by the right person, you love it. If Tommy yeah. Lee Jones calls you slick, you're going to be like, oh, I was so afraid of Tommy Lee Jones. We were making a movie together and I just, I just stayed away from him. I was so scared of him. Such a presence. That's not me. That, in, that's me that in every was, movie I make. Not that he was anything <laughs> other than kind to me, but he was just such a domin- dominating presence. And he's such right. a movie star. That's me with every movie I make. I'm scared of every actor. You don't I've talk ever... to any of the actors? That's bullshit. Dude, look, You're so friendly. Yo, Whoopi Goldberg, when we were doing Homies oh Bamoni, made it so that we could have... She made it... Look, this Italian lady was so 
in not in love, but like infatuated Whoopi, with Whoopi Goldberg. She closed her Italian deli down early so she could make a lunch for Whoopi and her friends. And Whoopi was like, Donald, you come with me to this lunch. And I was like, okay. And then I hid. I Aww. hid. Because you were afraid of Whoopi? Because I didn't want to have, sit down and have a conversation. I just wanted to sit in my trailer and nap. Uh, yes, you see what I'm saying? That so was, That's bad, though, because, like, you know, you want to savor those moments where you could have, well, like, Whoopi gotten some advice to, Whoopi from said a legend. To, Whoopi looked at me. She was like, you're the biggest punk I've ever met in my life. I, like, I oh, am. Oh, I am. I am oh, a punk. No. I am a punk. Whoopi, you're right. Yeah. And from that day forward, I made, my, I made it my business to never do that again. So, like, if... Denzel, oh, you want to hang Whoopi. out again? If no, Denzel, Denzel, if you ever want to hang out, out <laughs> shit. Well, shoot. All of you, everybody back in the day who I was You're like, telling me, you better not be telling me there's an anecdote where Denzel asked you to hang out and you hit. There is no anecdote where I hit okay. Denzel, dude. All right, good. There is no anecdote. All right, good. That, that would be the dumbest. I would. I could never do that. Listen, there's a really random shot in this that I, I texted to the group because I just wanted to be able to talk about it. There's a moment when Kelso is just talking about the hospital. And he's talking about remembering all of the people that he's lost over the years. And he says something to the effect of, I'm sure they're all looking back at me. And he said, and, I, th- and, I see them still. Right. But he's talking about the dead, the deceased patients. But if you look, if audience, if you pause it at 10.34, 10 minutes, 34 seconds in, what you see actually in the upper, one of the upper windows, barely seen, it's like an Easter egg, is the cast, uh, the, the key cast standing there looking down at them. It was very, very subtle. And I don't know how many people noticed it ever. But I, of course, am watching it on a computer monitor very close to my face. So I saw it. It was an, arti- it was an, art- it was an artistic choice by Rick Blue. I, I um. But why would the cast be in the picture? I don't really sees? understand it. I think that they're looking, I guess they're looking down on him lovingly. I don't think it's in the real world. I think it's in Kelso's imagination that his, that his key coworkers are looking down on him lovingly. I don't know. I have another rationalization for it. I don't know. Or is it that they're all dead and he's the only one that lived? <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a, a twist that doesn't really pay off. Either. What a twist! <laughs> right. All right, so I want to just read to you briefly this. I'll, I'll keep it quick, but this this thing that he says to Boone about one of his anecdotes. He says, when I was an intern, they made us work 60-hour shifts. Quite a few colleagues got drummed up because they couldn't cope. The rest of us were so sleep-deprived, we could barely manage to stay sane. I'll never forget the day we caught Seth Finkel gently cradling a cadaver head, which he swore belonged to his ex-girlfriend, Millie. Then he laughs. <laughs> a year later, Seth actually did kill Millie. Ironically, Millie donated her body to science, and that spring we caught another intern cradling her dead head. Oh and then he laughs and goes, <laughs> life's little cycles. <laughs> so creepy. Well, that is some twisted weird shit. Mm-hmm. That was the fir- that, that's actually his first monologue that he talks about. That's his first story that he gives oh i didn't know where it fell i just remember thinking like oh my god i have to find that on the interwebs he has a bunch of the the pregnant girl that's his next one yeah and you know so they lose the urine and they uh, the cox has given them urine to to from the the mysterious patient they can't seem to solve his his problem and and cox gives them the, the urine to go get tested like be useful go get this tested well jd and turk are on all their weird usual 
adventures. They di- as they digress like us. As, as they, they digress di- like us. <laughs> and somehow on all their adventures. <laughs> it's amazing that these guys in the world of the show are considered amazing doctors. Because right. they, what the fuck are they doing so much of the day? But anyway, they lose the urine and JD leaves it on the banister of the back ramp of the hospital, which seems very irresponsible. But thank and God he does. nobody knocks it over. Nobody touches it. Nobody grabs it. It's, no the, one throws emer- it. it's the emergency entrance. It's and that's the emergency entrance to the hospital. And JD leaves a vial of urine sitting there. But thank goodness he does because the UV light turns it purple. And now they're so excited. They're able to diagnose the patient, Cox's and patient. And Turk wearing his fedora says, I'm gonna, I say, I'm going to Google purple pee. And you go, Google that Google shit. That shit. <laughs> Google that shit. <laughs> but he doesn't say Google that shit. Yeah, you do. There's no way he says Google that shit. Oh, what do you say then? I thought it's, that's how I remembered it. You probably went, Google it. What did you say? Yeah. Yeah, it was probably. funny. I think anyway, I laughed out loud. It was funny. Wonderful. And now it turns out on Scrubs Wiki, uh, we are we're pronouncing this disease wrong, which is which way is to go, what, Trevor. Which nobody is, cares, no, Trevor. No, they do care. The doctors and nurses. only Trevor did. Nobody gave a shit until Trevor did. That's like somebody saying Faison, Faison. Well, I'd give a shit about that. Never mind. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. All the medical professionals who know the correct pronunciation were probably pissed off. So here it is. Although JD has pronounced it correctly in a previous episode, because this was in a previous episode, both JD and Doctor Cox pronounce acute. Intermittent porphyria incorrectly. They pronounce the last part porphyria, while it is pronounced porphyria. Mm. So it's porphyria, acute intermittent porphyria. Everybody who's learning, if you're a doctor, if you're a doctor in training, you now know you learn something on fake doctors, real friends. There you go. I'm so glad we cleared that up, guys. Um, what about when we beatbox and you make a melody and it's the Scrubs theme song? That was pretty meta. That was pretty cool. How about 85 was supposed to be a good year for Bob Kelso? Turns out it wasn't. How about Carla's boobs look like a sea animal? Yeah, let's talk about that. So <laughs> Turk Turk says that Carla's, he prefers Carla's left boob because it looks, looks like, a, like a sea a lion's seal. face. No, yeah. a sea lion's face. Yes. And then JD says, it does. Turk drew it for me. Yes. <laughs> Which is so random as hell, but then it really pays off when, when JD, JD offers to show Dr. Cox, Cox the yeah. picture and he of holds said up, boob. And he holds up the picture of her boob and it does look like a sea lion. Why but does it, her boob look like a sea lion? Does I it have know. whiskers? I guess area? it does. What? I didn't want to say anything, but the, I guess it does. The implication. I guess it has, I guess it has whiskers and a mole on it. Yes. Or two moles two mo- on it, it has for the two eyes. Moles, it has two moles and her areola must have some whiskers on it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Judy wasn't like, fuck no, that is not my breast. <laughs> Listen, but, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to turn down a boob that looks like a sea lion. <laughs> really? If my wife had a boob that looked like a sea lion, I'd be like, Arr, you wouldn't say, honey, you wouldn't night. say, honey, let me grab this whisker real quick. No, I'd be, I'd talk to the sea lion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. By the way, I love sea lions. So cute. Joelle, I send Joelle so many. Um, we, we like, we both like um, bulldogs and Staffordshire Terriers and any kind of bulldog. And, and, a sea lion know, looks like a bulldog. Yes, they're similar looking between a staffy and a, and a and a sea lion. They're like cousins. 
Do you know what and the cutest animal on the planet is? Baby sea lion. A baby seal, baby. Or sea otter. Sorry, I'm thinking of a sea otter. And so when Cox finally explains the diagnosis to the patient, he's relieved and he smiles. And he says, knowing what it is, you know, Cox is like, why are you smiling? And he says, because knowing what it is makes it so much easier to deal with. Um, which gives Cox kind of an epiphany because he's been reluctant to help with uh, saving Kelso's job. And he realizes that the enemy he knows is better than the one he doesn't. And he knows how to handle. He knows how to work Kelso and get what he wants. Well, I'm going to say this. I agree with that, though, 100%, man, when it comes to ailments, that is. Because I remember I had like this tickle in the back of my throat. And I thought I couldn't, I didn't know what it was. And I was freaking out and I was going crazy about it and everything. And I went to the ear, nose, and throat doctor, and it turns out I had acid reflux. And I didn't know that acid reflux could show up in that form where it doesn't feel like a burning sensation in, in your throat. It feels like you have an obstruction, right? Mm -hmm. And so just to know that alone, and when it happens now, instead of me being like, ah, you know yeah. what I mean? You instantly can, go to, you have like something really bad, don't I you? Think well, I'm, I don't think I'm alone in this situation. I think like that's most Americans. It's just a lot of Americans are scared to go to the doctor and find out what's going on with them. Right. I, you know? I, 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 I was on WebMD, like, like going down a rabbit hole with my diagnosis, which I know doctors love when you do that. But mm -hmm. I, I had lots of theories on what I had. That's the best. When you go into the doctor's office, it's like, all right, look, so I was on WebMD. Oh, I was holding This is what I think it is. <laughs> I think it's right. this. But if it's not that, then it's definitely diverticulitis. But, but if it's I, not diverticulitis, it's probably just strep. I know, but I have some deed, my shit. I went deep. I went deep on like, I was like so proud of myself. I had evidence to bring to him. I was like, look at the pictures and look at this and look at this and look at this. And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's just strep, but... Yeah, I was like, no, 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 look, <laughs> look, and my evidence. You know that, you know that, like that classic meme of, I think it's from It's Sunny, right? With the yeah. guy with where he's pointing at the crazy map of of evidence he's put on his wall. Right. Yeah, I was like that with all my with all my pictures. <laughs> um, all right, we're almost done. So then we then Kelso goes to the meeting and no one has turned up. But then we cut back into a full circle. Cox has brought everyone on the love train, and we see all the, the key uh, people from the hospital, the doctors, are riding on the love train. And Snoop Dogg is riding it with earphones and so jamming. So Mick Head? Yeah. All of all us the, there. Beard face? Beard face. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, everybody shows up for Kelso at the end and yep. convince, could they convince the board to let Kelso stay on? But throughout the whole episode, you know, Kelso's talking about how much he loves the hospital, but he's also talking about how he just wished that, you know, it's not that he's getting fired. He just wished that he could leave on his terms. Right. You know? Exactly. Uh, and and when the staff shows up for him, they convince the board that he should stay, and this gives Kelso the opportunity to leave on his terms. Exactly. And he says, shove it up your ass, Rodney. Rodney. <laughs> and then, and then he, a, that's a funny name, man. Yeah. I'm sorry, Rodney. And then he grabs his own, his own portrait uh, off the wall. Yes. And takes a, it home. A little him. tiny thing that bothered me was that there was a lamp that's on the portrait, right? Mm-hmm. Because it has like a portrait lamp on the frame, 
And when he pulls it off the wall, there's no wiring or anything related to the lamp. It couldn't be battery operated? Who would? No. Okay. Well, she... It just bothered me. I wanted to see. Take that up with Patrick. <laughs> I would have, I guess the easiest thing would have been to just delete from the scene the lamp. So you don't have to deal with the problem of it. But if you're going to have the lamp, we need to see a, a wire that needs to be cut. You need to or take ripped this out of the with, wall. You need to take this up with set dressing. Yeah, somebody fucked up. It's sort of a crossover. If you, well, the second he touches it, Donald, it becomes a prop. So it's a crossover between set dressing and props. It's me specialty. <laughs> Dealing, Dealing with, with clocks, clocks and, and wheels. Let's hear about another song that America loves. What you trying to get into one day soon? What you trying to do? Have you seen this young lady on Instagram who, who does lip sync to our podcast? She's amazing. She's very funny. I hope she I, I hope she lip syncs this little doozy right here. Yeah. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you should lip sync us talking about you cuz you're very funny and you clearly I don't even pull... know her name but I know she's funny. Well, she puts a lot of work in. She definitely puts a lot of work in. We got to She's her really a shout good out. at it too. Yeah. I'm going to give her a shout out. Let's look. I up. hope she does this section right here and does a little dance at this point right here where she does like a little <laughs> give dance her something. Give her something like hard a little, to go like off a little, of. Like a little shoulder dance. Do give a little shoulder dance. Give her something hard to work off of. You know, give her a challenge. Here's my little shoulder dance. Shimmy, 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 shimmy. <laughs> I don't know if that's a challenge or not. It's there a challenge because she? she's got a lip sync all the time. Oh, here she is. Her, her, her Instagram is Chico Artist. Chico artist, C H I C O, C H I C O artist, and um, she does these lip sync videos of uh, where she plays both Donald and I. And in this last one, Joelle, you did you see that? Yes, I did. She did my laugh. It was cute. Yeah. All right. So everybody, check her out because she puts a lot of time into it, and, and it make, she makes she makes me laugh. And Daniel feels left out. Yeah. That's and could okay. you, with Chico artist, would you mind doing Daniel? You know, Daniel, say something so you can be in this segment. Never uh, mind, Daniel. Never mind. Come on, Daniel. <laughs> wow, say something. Wow, rude. Never mind. Daniel. I was trying to think of something clever. I was trying to think of something clever to say. You didn't all have to right, say anything clever. Just say something. Just say it. I'll just throw it. That's all she needed. That's all you she needed. Me. Now she'll. Now she'll do you. Oh, you honor me. He said you, you honor, honor me. me. He said. He said his catchphrase. You honor me. He said his what you. You honor me. You honor me. He said his what you talking about. Willis catchphrase. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta make it hard for her. Try doing this. You. 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 honor me. All right. <laughs> Try and lip sync that. Do the ass play the... one. Do the ass play one. Yeah, do this one. Ready? Hold on. I got to go back to that. I'm like, got a fortress over here. All right, here we go. Whether it be taking a poop, whether it be a finger, whether it be a tongue, whether it, you know, everybody likes a little ass play. <laughs> hey, Chico Artist, you can opt out of that one because uh, we don't want to make you talk about ass play if you're uncomfortable. <laughs> but everybody does like a okay, little Okay, Donald, play. focus. Mm -hmm. All right, I think that's the show. We're going to, wait, we're going to, we're going to, Joelle, we, do we have um, some, okay, we have some uh, pitches. Mm -hmm. Do we need a break or no? Oh, hell We yeah. should break, yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. And we're going to end the show when we come back with two pitches that are going to make you laugh, okay? Zach, 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 I love you. Be right back. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. 
And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. She don't love and you like that. She don't, love you. she don't love you like that. She didn't go to Vegas because I wasn't going. Here we go. I and know. That freaking broke my heart. It broke my really? heart. Zach, I love you. Zach, I love you. Yo. Wow. Yo. I didn't know that. I got, look, I got you abandoned. 
Joel, you need, you need to check with your wife because her check version this out. of the story was bullshit. Is Donald her version says of I shouldn't bullshit. come now. No, that's bullshit, dude. Let me tell you something right now, Joel. Yeah. First, you abandoned me. <laughs> Zach strap. abandoned me. We peeled and off. Then, we peeled and, off. And, and then wow. guess who abandoned me after that? My wow. own wife. Not wife. Well, you had My strep too, huh? Own wife. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I was down bad. Was, it was awful. <laughs> that was the. I don't know if it's growing around, but that was the worst strep I ever had in my whole life. Oh, for sure. I need to go to Vegas and spread me, my Me, Bob Pittman, and John Sykes. Me, Bob Pittman, and John Sykes did it big on a private plane coming back. They told me I should watch this movie called Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, yeah apparently that that's good really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna check that out. It's really good, but you won't like it. I won't like it. Okay, so uh, for uh, now we have two types for those of you just to remind you what's happening. We have pitches for uh, TV concepts that Donald and I should explore next. And we also have um, TV and should, movie concepts. Yes, and the, we also have uh, pitches for what this podcast should become once we're out of Scrubs episodes because we're rapidly running out. We're in the middle of season seven, and we only have nine seasons. We only have two episodes we, left in season seven. We really, really, yeah, it's a Damn. really short one. Oh, because of the strike. Mm-hmm. Was it only two? Ten episodes. Season I didn't episodes, know that. It's only ten oh, episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Oh we boy! We are running oh boy. out. We are running out of it. We gotta, we gotta do a tour next with mm-hmm. season eight because we're that's our, gonna be our last chance. That's what I wanted to talk to these guys about. Also, dude, we're gonna do this tour. This we is for real, for tour. real. I want to get a tour bus, and our faces will be on the side of the tour bus. Joel, what is the first one? We have a podcast pitch from right. Dan Biddy. Dan Biddy. Dan Biddy. Dan Biddy. <laughs> take that. Take that. Take that. Damn bitty, damn bitty, damn. Here we go. Hey, Zach and Donald, and uh, Daniel and Joel as well. This is Dan, all the way from the UK. So here's my pitch for what you guys should do after you finish your Scrubs rewatch. I think that I speak for everyone when I say that we're going to want more Scrubs. So my idea is that you guys write your own Scrubs audio plays and then perform them in character as Turk and JD. And then if you can get Sarah back as Elliot and Judy back as Carla, et cetera, et cetera, uh, I think that would be awesome. You know, and the episode of the podcast could be you guys coming up with ideas for what the audio play is going to be that week and writing gags and coming up with storylines. And, you know, you could do like Nurse Roberts, um, above ground pool party for example or jd and elliot's wedding and the guest on the podcast that week could be um i know you know an ex-scrubs writer or maybe bill or you know uh, neil flynn he's great at improv get him involved as well um you know it just while you guys are waiting for bill to be free again so you so we can get that scrubs reunion this could be a great way of getting more more scrubs content in our lives um, and I think we'd all we'd all love that as much um, as uh, the current format of the podcast already is. So uh, yeah, hope you guys are okay. Bye. Damn pity. 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 I think we're allowed to do that. Damn pity. Um, it's very. It's Listen, very. It's yeah. a very good idea. But I, we're not allowed to use. I don't think. The characters no, on we our cannot. own because they're owned We're not by allowed. the Walt Disney Corporation. By the just Mickey like Mouse. Mickey Mouse, just like Mickey Mouse. Although I didn't his uh, copyright expire, uh, but, but I, ma- ours, I, but I imagine didn't. we're not as old as Mickey. I imagine the Mickey Mouse copyright is renewed 
at some yeah. point too. I imagine they were like it expired. Did they work that out, Joel? I like, thought there was some funny thing where it was expired by accident or something. Or so no, no, happened, a certain amount of years. Yeah, after hundred years, I think it's hundred years. It has mm. become public domain. So what it is is the original Mickey design you could use, but they re up. They just like this design's a little shinier. This, you know what I mean? They'll just update a little bit. So mostly Mickey is still protected by Disney, but. Oh, but if I wanted to, I could make a t-shirt with the original Mickey and be allowed to sell it. I think that's correct. That's my understanding of things. I'm going to get to work today. (laughs) Pooh Bear murder movies. Hey, speaking. Oh, right. right, That's right. Speaking of copyright. Yeah. I did not know what this whole Ghostbusters situation, man. Holy shit. Did you know that Ghostbusters the song is like oh, been yeah. stolen by like so many different people like it's what? been no no that's not what it is yeah it has so apparently Huey Lewis was supposed to do the Ghostbusters song and right. he didn't do the Ghostbusters song and they gave it to uh Ray Parker Jr but right. i think Huey Lewis had written the who you going to call part and Ray Parker adds his part and Huey Lewis sues Ray Parker Jr., but in the def- in the case, he's not allowed to talk about suing Ray Parker Jr. And in an interview later on, Huey Lewis then goes to talk about suing Ray Parker Jr. And now Ray Parker Jr. gets all the money for the Ghostbusters song. But this all goes back to a song that they say Huey Lewis stole the Ghostbusters yeah. song from anyway. Yeah. Like it's like this. Crazy- if you Google, if you confuse, just Google this and you'll find it. But the, someone did a comparison of all three songs: the Huey Lewis one, the Ray Parker Jr. Is that his name? Yes. And then there's the third song, and it's it's a big mess, just like Donald's talking about. It's all a mess, and a lot dude. of money was floating around. And a people lot suing of money. each other back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what would happen. When I was to a us. kid, but when I was a kid, Huey Lewis was the jam. Oh, dude, come on, man. Gotta go back in time. Dun, 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 dun. But, uh, Don't need album, no money. There was an Don't album need called, no I think the album was called Sports, ironically enough. Yes, it's enough. true. Yes, it's, it's true. true. I'm, I'm so, so happy to, to be, stuck be stuck with you. you. And I can see. I can see. That you're happy to be stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> what was the music video on the beach, Don? Do you remember which song that That's was? That, I thought that was that one. Oh, I, don't I don't know. I got a new drug. I want a new drug. There was something like that. He wants a new drug. I want a new drug. Anyway, everyone go listen to Huey Lewis's album, Sports. It's magical. Okay, so um, Dan Biddy, very good idea. We're, I don't think we're legally allowed to do that. I don't think that's possible. But, um, but very good. Very good, I, yeah. I will say this: the audience, <laughs> from what I'm gathering, the audience just wants more Scrubs so far. Yeah. Um, uh, unlike TLC, Daniel, I have a question for you. God, you're very, don't... you're very tech savvy, and there's a lot of people using one of these AI programs to 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 print out funny material. Chat GPT. Yeah. Could we have Chat GPT um, crank out a scene of Scrubs and then and then read it? Is that possible? I'm gonna try right now. All right, let's see what happens. You say Turk and JD uh, scrub scene and see what it puts out. It's really crazy. <laughs> this 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 AI thing is really crazy because now the design the designs are yours, I guess. If you design a picture, if you put the picture in, it's I don't know how this works, man. Like this AI is doing everybody's. Did you work see for the baby now. one? You see the baby one of you? It was really cute. It doesn't look like me though. A little bit. 
Not even a little bit. That's the listen. I'm the one member in the cast that everybody gets wrong in the fucking art situation. I didn't know I was that difficult to draw. No, no one's. Everybody fucks my face up. <laughs> I've been. Yeah, it is. And you all should of them, see some of the drawings I'm tagged in. Some of these drawings, man. Motherfucker had me looking like the Mexican Charles Barkley. In one of these <laughs> like straight up. Like, and then and then had the nerve to be like. And tag me in that shit. You didn't look like you either, but still, like it's like it. Some of these pictures are always. It's always they get you right, and then me, it's fucked up. Like they I look like fucking somebody else. But we appreciate get, the fan. They get you right more. I've never been right yet. They've never got me right Listen, yet. I want to say on behalf of both of us, we very much appreciate the art. I appreciate it, but stop making me look like Sam Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Daniel, did anything come out? Chat GPT is at capacity right now. Apparently too oh. many people are using it at this point. All moment. right, well, Daniel, could you work on that? And if of by course. chance, if by chance it puts something out, we will perform that. I think we can perform that on, uh, on the Great. show. Great. Okay, okay, what's next? All right, what's next, right. Joel? Here's your last one. It comes from Adam Knight. Zach, Donald, Joel, of course, and uh, DJ Daniel. Name's Adam Knight from Winnipeg, Canada. Up here in the frozen Great White North, I'm uh, not going to talk about stubbies or maple syrup, but I am going to talk about a potential movie pitch. So if you guys are ready... I'm ready. Grab yourselves a stubby. Oh, damn it, I said I wouldn't do it. Anyways... But does he mean dick? Zach and Donald are nightclub promoters who tour from city to city, bringing value and life to clubs that are losing their luster. Everything is great for these two party boys until they arrive in Detroit, where the club they are hired to spice up becomes the scene of a Hong Kong action-style assassination. Hmm. Our boys are caught on camera fleeing the scene by the victims of the assault, the perpetrators of the assault, and the local police force. In order to clear their names and protect their lives, our heroes, question mark, are introduced to the most dangerous person in Detroit, an ass-kicking, hard-nosed femme fatale who takes no crap and isn't afraid to get her hands dirty, ideally played by Sarah Chalk. It's Midnight Run meets John Wick as Zack and Donald star in Fast Talkers. <laughs> Hope you all, all right. like it. Uh, Adam, this is you. on my whiteboard for this year, so I'm writing this off. And uh, yeah, keep smiling, guys. Thanks for all the, the laughs the last couple of years. Appreciate it. Love it. Well, Adam, thank you. And I'm glad that you just achieved something on your whiteboard, which was uh, getting on the show and pitching an idea. That's funny. I know Donald lit up when you had when you started getting into action and and and. Uh, well, when he said Midnight Run, that got me right away. I love Midnight Run, but what's the Keanu Reeves movie? John, John Wick. Wick. Yeah, John Wick. I've never seen a John Wick movie in my life. I haven't either, but I am. I saw, good. What? They're good. Oh I've never seen one. You I would saw, love it, Donald. That like, is yo, for I know, sure I your movie. I saw, so check this out. So a friend of mine worked it's on like one of It's like gun action? Dude, yeah. yeah. And swords. My, he kills a man with yeah. a book at one point. It's amazing. Yo, a friend of mine A friend of mine worked on John Wick 3, and that whole motorcycle sequence is all done on a green screen, CG mm. green screen and shit like that. And I got to see that, like, right after they filmed it. It's since gone on to be on the internet and stuff like mm -hmm. that uh, as an example of how crazy that shit is. But, yo, Keanu's doing all of it. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew Keanu was kind of badass and shit like that, but I didn't know he was badass like that badass. Yeah, he's, he learned to do it all. That motherfucker is not playing around, dude. <laughs> well, Jumping no, from sir. bikes, freaking kicking ass. Mm -hmm. Keanu Reeves, who knew? 
I just want to add one thing to Adam Knight's pitch, if you don't mind, just to finish it off. Zach and Donald are gay newlyweds <laughs> in house arrest. <laughs> Side note, a stubby is a small beer. I Thank thought it was you. a penis. Right. You mean less than 12 ounces? It's like uh, a less than 12 ounces? It is a small beer, yes. It's just Canadian slang for a small beer. Because I thought a stubby was a small penis. I suppose mm. it could be in, in the right context. Mm. Yes. Let's say you're going down on someone and you get pull off their underwear and you see they have a small penis. You, go, oh, you can be like, oh, not a stubby. stubby. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> you didn't nice. tell me you had a stubby. You should have warned me at the bar you had a stubby. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I think we should end on that note. Should we? Should we? Should we? <laughs> That's a perfect place to start. <laughs> I think I think we might have come to the end of this episode. Listen, guys, well, I missed you all. Uh, I missed you uh, three, and I missed you, yeah. listeners. This is so fun. I really. We're not going to be here next week, so don't get mad at us. Mad at us? Why not? Uh, oh yeah, we got project. Work. Secret project. We got to do a secret project. You know, put in some conga music. We got a secret project. A little bit of secret project. I got a secret project. Okay, you can't know now. <laughs> All right, we'll let you go. We love you. Uh, <laughs> that's what my that's what my wife's grandmother says when she's trying to get off the phone. We, we talked right. about didn't we? Didn't we talk <laughs> about this? I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Always works. All right, I'll now let I'm gonna let you go. Let you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you don't I'm want the person you. to be offended, so you're like, I'll let you go. Yeah. Right, right. You I know you gotta go. So we know y'all gotta go. There's shit y'all gotta yeah. do right now. <laughs> we know we know y'all gotta go. There's lots of podcasts. And please check out my trailer for a good person on YouTube. We love you so much. Donald count us out. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved me. I said he's a story. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west.